Hey, Jen. Hey, Pete. I have a confession, maybe, that I should get out there. Okay, I'm a little bit nervous. Are you okay? Yeah, I'm okay. I just think, I think I might be hiding. And I think there is one person who is best placed to tell me if that is the case, and that would be you. I'm wondering if you can help determine whether or not I'm hiding. Okay, I guess this has become a game of hide and seek. This is the long and the short of it. What are you talking about? So, you and I have talked about hiding quite a lot. In fact, we do talk about it all the time. And what I find interesting is there is almost, it feels like there is an infinite number of hiding spots (laughs) for people who do, well, for people who do any kind of work. But particularly, I think, for people who do creative work or people who are perhaps freelancers and have to determine their own priorities or are more likely to determine their own priorities. And so what is interesting is often we find places to hide, like we might hide in our email inbox or we might hide in focusing on just something really small that's actually not that important in terms of the broader work, the broader change that we seek to make. And I think I think I found another hiding spot of mine, which is what I want to talk about. And it's relevant to this podcast because it's it's the Instagram account that we have for the long and the short of it. I think so about five weeks ago for those who haven't listened we did an episode on experiments and we decided that we would try an Instagram experiment to see what it might be like to have an Instagram account for the podcast in the interest of sharing additional content that's not just podcast related but also creating more two-way dialogue essentially with our listeners and The short of this is, (laughs) as I've said about four times, I think I'm now hiding inside this Instagram account and protecting myself from doing what Seth Godin would call emotional labor or other productive, interesting work. Okay. This is so worth digging into. And I want to just set a little context which is that I've been hiding from the Instagram account (laughs) from the very beginning because I was the one who proposed the experiment and then suggested that you run the experiment while I watch from the sidelines. So from the beginning, you have been the one shouldering the load of coming up with the Instagram posts and responding and following and all of that stuff. So... It actually makes a lot of sense that you have found it quite a good hiding spot. And I'm I'm so interested to unpack this from two perspectives, uh, meaning yours and mine, because our experiences with the Instagram experiment are clearly so very different. And I have found it to be an immense success, which we can talk about in a little bit. But it sounds like from your and the experiment sent you in a totally different direction. So let's dig in. Please, yeah. I I mean, I could see 
how this might be viewed as a success, but let's get to that later because of it's now created this episode and hopefully a few realizations along the way. But so when I talk about me hiding in Instagram, so I have loved the fact that I've been able to, we've been able to, me on our behalf, have been able to have these little one-way, sorry, two-way conversations with some of our listeners. That's been amazing. And I've loved the, just the, the creative process of coming up with various templates and themes and thinking about what we could share and might share. I love all that creative part of it. The thing I don't love and the thing I catch myself doing, which is by design because these apps are built by people that are trying to make the apps addictive is I pick up my phone and I check Instagram all the time to see if we've got another message from another listener or to see if someone else has you know liked one of our posts or shared one of our posts and it's it's to the point where I'm checking it so much that it's like interrupting other work that I should be doing and want to be doing which is probably other work that is more interesting and more productive and more useful for our listeners. So what I've had in the last like couple of days in particular is this realization of there is a difference between creating meaningful content on Instagram and sharing it versus constantly checking Instagram and, and using it as a great place to hide and a really, really convenient place to hide. And I can tell myself all sorts of stories that it's because I'm interacting with our listeners and because... I've got more content that I'd like to share and all of those things. But if I'm really, 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 really honest with myself, that's a story that I'm creating to justify the fact that I'm hiding. Ooh, wow. <laughs> okay. I feel slight pangs of guilt right now. No, I'm going to put those don't. aside <laughs> and really like deal with the issue at hand, which is I think what you're describing is very common. In fact, I've heard a lot of my own clients talk about this Instagram or social media vortex, where that instant gratification of the like, the share, the comment, the follow, the unfollow, like all of these one second interactions feel in the moment like they are providing some sort of happiness or I don't want to call it fulfillment because I don't think it it ever go, goes that deep, but it's like this quick shot of happiness. But then at the end of the day, when you ask yourself, how did I spend my day? It doesn't cumulatively add up to something fulfilling. So I'm, I'm so interested to hear from you having recently been through a month of this like quick fire interactions. Do you feel like any relationships came out of these interactions? I'm so curious. It's such a good question. I would say, honestly, probably not any new interesting relationships that have been, to your point, fulfilling because they've been such fleeting interactions like, thanks for sharing, thanks for listening, hope you like the podcast, that it's not, I can't possibly call that developing a meaningful relationship at all. And I think this is part of the realization of hiding is, and, and the story we can tell ourselves that I am connecting with the listeners and we are now adding more value to the listeners. But in actual fact, to your point, it's more of a like once-off dopamine hit that is not actually contributing to a more fulfilling relationship or a more meaningful relationship. 
And I think what we can get to is the realization that the energy and the time, because this is the other thing, and I know that this could sound (laughs) hilarious and contradictory for those that have listened to our social media episode because we basically talked about this, but I've fallen into the trap anyway, that the energy and the time is so great that I could and we could spend it in other ways that I think would help create more fulfilling relationships and more meaningful relationships with the listeners. So I don't think, it's almost like the what's it for is still sound, is a play, uh, we, we could have a space to create more meaningful relationships with our listeners. We could have a space to share additional content with our listeners that I think will be of value to them and you think will be of value to them. But I don't think the platform of Instagram and I don't think the platform even of social media feels like the right place to do that because I feel like I start hiding in there And then I'm thinking, our listeners are now, I'm giving them an excuse to come in and hide as well and not do their Mm -hmm. work, you know? And it feels like, I've heard social media described as like, you're just yelling into the void of like, Mm. you post and you yell into the void and you hope someone listens. And if they do listen, well, you've just interrupted their day as well. So, I feel like I don't want to be somebody and I don't think our podcast needs to be something that is about yelling into the void or interrupting people to get that little hit of dopamine. Okay, what's interesting to me is a couple weeks ago, you sent me a message that said something to the effect of, have you noticed that the people who are following us on Instagram are people we were interacting with on other platforms already? So in terms of did we expand our reach maybe there were a couple people but overall no and then to your point about enabling other people to hide many of the people who are following us on instagram are not only people we were already interacting with but people about whom we care deeply so it makes me sad to think that we would be encouraging them to hide as well Ooh, that does not feel good right and i mean i do think that I do think that some of the content we've shared and some of the feedback we've had has been really positive and really great. But I just think that the use of time, effort, energy, and and just discipline to remove the hiding spot, I think, is so important and you can do that and contribute something meaningful elsewhere. So I think, could I mean, could you get better at, or could I get better at just doing a post and switching off? Sure. But knowing that the, app is designed to be addictive and suck you back in i just think it's better off for me and my sanity and you and your sanity and our listeners and their sanity if maybe perhaps we blow up the experiment and call it a learning experience okay 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 so i love this so much i love this so much so let's now look at the experiment as a whole, what we were seeking to learn from it, um, what did we learn, in what ways can we take those learnings, repurpose them and move them forward, and then ultimately make a decision about whether we (laughs) proved or disproved our hypothesis and what we're going to do about that. Because I think what's really important, and the reason I want to do this you know, live on this recording is very often we set out to do something, we meaning the universal we, and it doesn't go as planned. So we just immediately call it a failure. Now, 
I said earlier, I think this is a success. So I would love for us to sort of unpack how can you get the knowledge that you need from the experiment you've conducted, even if you did not prove your hypothesis, what did you prove? What did you learn? So let's tackle that. Yeah, I love that as a frame on a different way of looking at failure. Because you're right, you, you could, you could, one might think, oh, it was a failure, and then beat yourself up about it. But I like this. Now, we're going to have different learnings from this because your learnings are from the internal perspective and mine is more from the external perspective because I really did not engage with Instagram at all during this time except to see what you were posting and and say like, good job, Pete. (laughs) But I'll tell you what I learned from it. We both got excited when we decided that we needed to expand beyond simply sharing clips from the episode. And then you and I had been looking for an opportunity to do a segment called What You Readin' for a really long time, like since we first started talking about even doing a podcast together. So then it was like, oh, maybe Instagram is a place to share what you read in. And then it became what you listening to. And we both got really excited about sharing things other than our podcast that were inspiring to us. That felt like a huge learning and something I would want to take forward and really find a way to use again. And then the other thing that I noticed you were doing, and um, I think it started to first develop a craving and then started to satisfy the craving was you started posting a clip or a quote from the episode and then asking a question for someone to respond to. And that was like, ooh, we haven't really provoked the audience to give us an answer to some of the questions we're asking until now. And that was very enticing. So those are two things that I I feel like could only have happened if we conducted, and by we, I mean you, the Instagram experiment and tried out some different angles. So that feels hugely successful to me. Yeah, I, I, I mean, your first learning is the same as I think what my first learning was, which was realizing that the podcast can be more than, or the Instagram account or whatever medium it is, can be more than sharing the podcast and saying, hey, we've got another episode available. Because, in fact, those that are already subscribed to the podcast probably know there's already another episode available. So, reiterating that there's another episode (laughs) available is like, I know. I see it on my podcast app, Pete. I get it. Please, leave me alone. So, realizing that there's a lot of value in sharing other content that is relevant, but not just regurgitating the fact that we have an episode available. And it made me realize that, I mean, we've had some great feedback on the episode's favorite things and I think favorite things 2.0 where we shared some of our favorite resources and our books and videos and quotes and all of those goodies. And a lot of people have said they love those episodes. And so what was exciting to me about and what I learned through the through the Instagram experiment was it's, it's quite an easy platform to do this. It doesn't have to be that you do an episode about it once every month or once every two months that you do favorite things 4.0 and 5.0 and 6.0. Actually, there are other ways that you could share the content that people may find interesting. So that was a great learning. I mean, the other learning was, I've kind of talked about it, was just recognizing that 
social media is a beautiful, beautiful hiding place. And that, like we talked about in our social media episode, so many people do it well and so many people make money and businesses and have huge success out of social media. And I, for them, I'm like, amazing, go for it. If that's what you want to do, if that's working for you, go forth. The realization for me was it's creating a place for me to hide, which means I'm not necessarily spending time thinking about topics for us having a conversation to record, or I'm not thinking about the keynote that I've got next week because I'm just checking my the Instagram account every every 20 minutes or whatever. So the realization that the medium is not necessarily for the podcast, but honestly, more than that, it's not for, I'm starting to think it's not for me, Peter Shepard, because honestly, the anxiety, the anxiety that came on, that comes on from, and from the idea of the dopamine hit and the content and all that, like, it's real. It's, it's, it's real. And then the story around, you recognize you're hiding, but you can't help but check. And so you beat yourself up and it's like this vicious loop of crazy anxiety is, I know that sounds kind of catastrophic, but it was a learning for me in just like recognizing, feeling, and seeing all of that in myself. Okay, I just had another learning come up. Do you ever watch a television program called Chopped? I've never heard of it. Okay, it might not be an Australian thing. Um, It plays on the Food Network here in the States. And this is going to come back around to the point. But essentially, the chefs get a certain amount of time on the clock and they have a basket full of mystery ingredients. And as soon as they open the basket, the clock starts and they have to like very quickly come up with a dish. It's like, here is scallops, grape jelly, and, you know, pig's feet. It's like, what? Oh my God. Okay. Anyway, because the timing is so tight, oftentimes when the food is presented to the judges, the judge will say something like, did you taste this before you served it to me? And the chef will say something like, no, I ran out of time. To which the judge will always say, you have to taste everything that you ask someone else to eat. And I feel like right now, one of those chefs on Chopped who served the judge something without tasting it first So looking at this, I'm now asking myself, Jen, why in the world would you ask someone to go onto a platform that you won't go onto? Why would you ask someone to engage with content in a way that you won't engage with content? Like it doesn't feel fair and it also is totally illogical. So I have no interest in Instagram. I'm sorry, I know people love it. So if you love it, like, you go, you go. I don't love it. I'm not interested in it. I wouldn't engage with someone on it. So why would I expect someone to engage with me on it? I, I just don't know what I was thinking. I mean, when your- I proposed this experiment. So that is a big learning. Like mm. maybe the platforms we need to be using are the platforms you and I are already interested in. Right. And I mean, in your defense, Instagram was and has been a platform that I have used in the past. So it wasn't that, like one half of the long and the short of it was aware of and has used Instagram in a similar way. So don't beat yourself up too much. I contributed. Okay, thanks. (laughs) I think this brings us to the moment of deciding what to do. 
about the experiment. Hmm. I have an idea. I mean, I feel like kind of clear on where you're coming from, but yeah, I want to hear your idea. So if we take the ideas or the learnings that we had around, we loved the idea of sharing additional content and resources and a box of goodies, if you like, in terms of things we're reading, things we're listening to, things we're pondering and noodling on. For me, it then becomes, well, what's, a, like, what's the best platform to do that? We already have the podcast, which is a great platform, and we talk about a lot of the stuff that we listen to already. And then I realized, like, it was almost as if I'd forgotten. We have this email list, and we have this weekly email that I send out that at the moment is basically, oh, by the way, there's a podcast available. And what if we took that email and that email list and turned it into something more generous and combined the idea of sharing content or resources with the weekly email. So a weekly box of goodies, if you will, in your inbox, which you can consume at whatever time suits you. We're not going to interrupt you. We're not going to chase that dopamine hit. Perhaps we just send you an email once a week. And if you feel like checking it out, check it out. If not, that's okay too. I love that. I'm in. Yes. Yes to the weekly box of goodies. I receive weekly boxes of goodies from some other people whose work I follow. And once upon a time, you you asked me, does someone have to know our podcast in order to get any value out of our Instagram account? Something to that effect. And um, what I think is interesting, and then you asked, you asked something related about email. I can't remember exactly what it was. But what what I think is interesting is some of the weekly emails that I get from people that have all, uh, you know, whatever their version of a box of goodies is, they have podcasts that I don't listen to, but I love receiving their newsletters or their their weekly goodie box. And I feel like we could be that for some people if we go forward with this idea, which I am committed to doing. If you're committed to doing it. I'm committed. And I have my friend Josh Jansen of The Daily Talk Show to thank for that idea, who said, if you had an email list, you could have an audience of people who just like the email but don't necessarily listen to the podcast. And I was like, that's a great idea. so good. Yeah. Thanks, Josh. Thanks, Josh. That is so good. So So earlier you said, let's blow up the experiment. And I think you were specifically referring to the Instagram account. So how should we blow up the Instagram account? You're sensing like a dramatic exit. I want a dramatic exit. Oh, yeah. (laughs) I know you do. (laughs) in a very, very audacious statement. No, I think, I actually think it could be worth leaving the account and having a post that refers to the fact that we're now going to be sending out a weekly box of goodies and we're not going to be posting on Instagram anymore. Something to that effect. Yeah, I like it. Keep the account live, but basically give it like, a, a dying breath post that's like, and you'll never hear from us again on this platform. Oh, but if you like us, please follow us <laughs> at the long and the short of it. <laughs> it's like, if you're looking for us, we're now over here. I think that's more how I'm thinking about it. We're, it we've, we're in the podcast. Oh, now. I was thinking skull and crossbones and like <laughs> poison. <laughs> poison, death to all. Yeah. No, if you're looking for us, we are obviously on the podcast app. 
of choice that you have and then also perhaps in your inbox if you like. So if someone is listening right now and they want to sign up for this newsletter, the weekly box of goodies, they could go to the long and the short podcast.com, input your email. We will never spam you. We will only send you what you asked for. So the long and the short podcast.com. Where we also have transcripts and other goodies and you can ask us questions and whatnot. So check it out. Subscribe to the weekly box of goodies and to those that have enjoyed following us on Instagram, if you are out there, apologies, I guess. (laughs) We're so sorry. (laughs) But that is the long and the short of it.